Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. Today is a very special episode because we're saluting Oscar-winning actor Morgan Freeman with a special tribute show. I'm happy to report that three of our favorite film critics are here to discuss Freeman's best movies and performances, the reasons for his popularity, and his upcoming films. Our distinguished panelists include Diana Sanger, founder of Classic Movie Guide, film historian James Cold Harrison, and A.J. Hockery, the mad movie man. Now, each of us feels that it's only fitting to honor Morgan Freeman on Movie Attic Headquarters. After all, he's been nominated for an Academy Award five times for Driving Miss Daisy, The Shawshank Redemption, Street Smart, Invictus, and Million Dollar Baby, which earned him his Oscar. Known for his elegance, dignity, and velvety voice, this talented actor has appeared in over 90 films and TV shows during his remarkable acting career. And whenever his name is attached to a movie, we can be fairly certain of the film's quality. I'll bring on our panelists right after we check with Nikki Starr to see if she's ready to help with the show. Now, Nikki, I understand that you found a film clip, not a film clip, but an audio clip of Morgan Freeman that can help remind us of uh, that voice that I was talking about. <laughs> Is that right, Nikki? Uh, Nikki, do you have something for us? I actually do. And just so you know, it's very hard to get permission to use sound clips from movies, okay? Yes. But I found a site that ha- that gave permission for one of my very favorite movies of his, which is called Seven. Yeah. And um, I couldn't. It's in a it's in a format that I couldn't convert to MP3. So I have to give a big old shout out to my friend Justin Roush, who did that for me, and he's in the chat. Thank you, Justin, Hi, Justin. so that we can hear this. Hear this. Um, and actually, this is a clip from um, you know Morgan Freeman when he was playing the detective. He's actually reading, he's Detective Somerset, and he's actually reading from the serial killer John Doe's journal, okay? And I absolutely love everything about Morgan Freeman, but this is really an intense clip. So here you go. I hope you enjoy. On the subway today, a man came up to me to start a conversation. He made small talk, lonely man, talking about the weather and other things. I tried to be pleasant and accommodating but my head began to hurt from his banality. I almost didn't notice it had happened, but I suddenly threw up all over him. He was not pleased, and I couldn't stop laughing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's seven, all right. Nikki, I, that's, a, that's a great clip. You know what? I think in that uh, in that same movie, um, Morgan Freeman's character said, "This isn't going to end happily, or this isn't going to have a happy ending." Oh, he and did. I, 
kind of remember that movie, uh, yes. you know, not not ending, nothing happy about it all, all it throughout. But it was one of, of the worst he, endings of a movie I've ever seen. Me too. Ever. And, and, but it was it was great. I mean, it was He's just brilliant. suspenseful and, and great performances. And thank mm-hmm. you for, for – and you and, and Justin – for, for getting that uh, clip for us. Now, um, also, I wanted to check with you to see, is, is are all systems go in the chat room? Are people, mm-hmm. I, I know that you said Justin is there. Mm-hmm. Um, is it all ready for other listeners to sign in if they want to participate yep. in the chat? It is. Great. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six in there right now, so that's good. And, you know, Great. we get, and our downloads are humongous, so we're really happy for the people who are here are listening live. But if you're not and you've downloaded the show, thank you very much as well. I'm glad you mentioned that, Nikki. We we do like to thank uh, the people who sign up for the chat, but we really appreciate everyone else who um, who listens to the show, people who listen live as well as to the uh, to the archives. I I think it is the archives where we get our most of our listeners, and I'm very right. very happy to announce that. Um, the Blog Talk Radio VIPs indicated that last week's episode of Movie Addict Headquarters, when Ben Mankiewicz was here, and we ran the clip from um, of the interview, part of the interview we had with Tippi Hedren previously, and we talked about uh, about the birds, was the uh, most popular episode aired all last week uh, on Blog Talk Radio. So we're really, really uh, thankful to all of the people who listened in and uh, made that uh, possible. We really, really appreciate it. And um, we also appreciate our guests taking time to be with us today. So I'd like to bring them on right now, ladies first, as usual. Diana, welcome back to Movie Addict Headquarters. Thank you, Betty Jo. I'm very pleased to be back. Well, it's always great to have you with us, uh, Diana. I know that you're uh, very, very busy, and I was just hoping that you could be here today because you've actually met Morgan Freeman and interviewed him. So A couple of times, So I'm yes. all ears. I'm all ears. Please tell us how that happened and, and uh, what what is he like in person? Well, the first time I had met him, I, I you know, every, he's iconic to everyone. So I just figured, you know, he's Morgan Freeman and he's Morgan Freeman and he's, you know, calm and deep voiced and but he was hysterical. I mean, first of all because I was new in the room, he kept repeating my name. Every time someone asked a question, he'd turn to me and go, "Diana Sanger." <laughs> and then he'd answer their question, you know, and it was it was kind of off-putting for me because I kept feeling silly. Well, I don't know why he was doing that, but um, we had a good time interviewing him, and and um, I, and I didn't know that he was just so funny. He's very very humorous. <laughs> That's a side that we don't uh, see, <laughs> but but I but but Diana, I I did spend at uh, uh, YouTube videos of Morgan Freeman when he first started out uh, on The Electric Company, <laughs> which yes. I, just, I couldn't believe. There he was as Count Dracula and <laughs> Easy Rider and a number of other different uh, characters, and, and you wouldn't, and he was definitely hilarious, especially when he's uh, Count Dracula sitting in the bathtub and singing, singing uh, sitting in the casket, which, which is like a bubble bath, and he's <laughs> Singing. I I love to take a bath in my casket. <laughs> I believe that that was Morgan Freeman. So, and then you you know uh, that um, as a result of you meeting Morgan Freeman, 
um, I I got into that. Uh, although I didn't meet him, you asked me after one of those uh, interviews to take a message to Susan Sarandon. Do you remember that? Yes. And so six, I did. Six steps of, of generation or whatever that thing is they say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you. so I did because uh, Susan Sarandon, this was at the Taos Festival where she was receiving the Maverick Award, I think it was back in 2002, and you knew that I, I wouldn't be shy about uh, going up to her and talking to her. Message. So I delivered the message to her, and um, what was it you you wanted? Uh, Morgan Freeman. I think you asked him if he was going to make any more movies with um, uh, with uh, Susan Sarandon's uh, partner at the time. Now I've Tim forgotten. Robin. His, yeah, Tim, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. And and he's and what was it he said? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can because I had to take the message, <laughs> and he said, "Well, um, I'm not, I don't think there's anything on the table now, but I sure would like to make a film with Susan Sarandon." So that's right. the message that I I delivered to that's her. Right. Uh, yeah. I told her to call Morgan Freeman, and she said she <laughs> would call. So now I don't know whether that call was made, but I, I don't think I we've haven't, seen them together, have we? We haven't seen them together. So. No, no. <laughs> so maybe we better, maybe I better uh, get a hold of her again and see see if she if she's gonna when she's gonna follow up on that because they would be great in a movie together. And um, I, I think I hear someone in the background there who's just kind of very eager to get in on this uh, conversation. So. I'm really, really happy that James and AJ are also here. James, are you a Morgan Freeman fan? Oh, yes, yes. I've been a fan of his for years and years, even before I knew actually who he was. You know, you see somebody on the screen, you think, gee, that guy is good. You know, he could be just, you know, reading the phone book, and and he's great. But, uh, yeah, I've been a fan of his for a long time and will be, uh, you know, for the rest of his career. I know. I feel the same way about that, and it's it's always fun to have you on our show, James. And the same holds true for the Mad Movie Man. I know AJ enjoys Morgan Freeman. He even gave a rousing stump speech for Morgan during our Best Film President's election back in 2008. Do you remember that, AJ? I I remember. I'm surprised that I was the only one who you know went out in favor of Morgan Freeman as the best movie president because you know. When a comet's coming to destroy most of the Earth as we know it, Morgan Freeman's the guy you want to calm you down, let you know everything's okay, <laughs> even though it totally isn't going to be okay. <laughs> I know you were you were definitely very very convincing, and and Nikki gave a stump speech I think for Bill Pullman. She was also very uh, co- convincing. I, he was in Independence Day, Bill Pullman, the president in Independence Day, and Morgan Freeman in uh, Deep Im- Impact. And I absolutely loved that show. In fact, I hope we can rerun most of it during one of our shows before this year's presidential election. But let's get back to Morgan. Let's find out what are your favorite Morgan Freeman films. AJ, um, why don't you start out with that one? All right, when when you say uh, favorite Morgan Freeman films, are you just kind of talking like films that he's been in or sort of like favorite performances? Because there are movies that I love that he was in, but not necessarily just because of him. 
So, well, why don't we talk about the films first, and then we can we um, we can deal with the performances a little bit later, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm, like right off the bat, you know, you know, the Shawshank Redemption, absolutely. That you kind of got to get that one out of the way. Like, what hasn't been said about that movie already? That hasn't been said like the great writing and the performances and the setting and everything and Morgan Freeman was just one part of that awesome package but also I'm a big fan of uh, as we were talking uh, just before the show one of his lesser known movies uh, 10 items or less yeah which I'm sure we'll we'll get in we'll get into later but he gives a great understated performance in it and it's just a sweet movie in general and also uh, another pick, one of my uh, favorite war movies of all time, Glory. Oh, that yes. has him and Denzel Washington and Matthew Broderick, and it's 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 a powerful movie. It's a great ensemble piece, and it's it's about as good as the the war genre can get. I agree. Those are those are three great uh, picks: the Shawshank Redemption, Ten Items of Less, and and Glory. And James, do you have a favorite? Morgan Freeman films that you'd like to mention? Uh, yes, all of them. <laughs> all of them? <laughs> well, okay. AJ, AJ has hit the major ones, but uh, there are a few others uh, that he's made. I mean, gosh, he's made, what, almost 100 films and television shows? But mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed, uh, just for pure entertainment, I enjoyed The Bucket List with uh, uh, Jack yeah. Nicholson. And uh, and the Ben Affleck movie, Gone, Baby Gone, that Ben Affleck uh, directed and got that going. And, um, gosh, oh, I liked Million Dollar Baby. He was so good in that. And uh, and he got the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, finally, after he was nominated so many times. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and uh, I, I liked when he played God in, uh, uh, what was that, Bruce Almighty. And uh, then there was a sequel to that. What was that? Evan Almighty. And he played mm-hmm. God, and I thought he was awfully good. And I thought, gee, if that's what God is like, I will not mind going to heaven. So <laughs> <laughs> those are good. Those are great picks. I have to mention when you talked about uh, the, him playing God, <laughs> Bruce Almighty, and Evan Almighty. I was listening to uh, comedy concepts. Yesterday on Blog Talk Radio, um, you know Nancy Lombardo, who hosts Comedy Concepts, is uh, is a, a favorite of ours, and uh, she was uh, hyping our show, you know, telling uh, telling her listeners to be sure to listen. And she said uh, he must have known when he was called upon to um, to be the voice of God that he had really arrived. <laughs> I think that's true. I think that's very very true, and. Um, Diana, are any of these movies that A.J. and James have mentioned on your list of favorites? Of course. Shawshank, Glory, Driving Miss Daisy, um, Unfinished Life with Robert Redford, Unforgiven, Eastwood movie. And I really like him as Lucius Fox in the Dark Knight series. I think he does a good job. It's understated, but it's a steady job, and we, we like him there. Yes, uh, those are good choices too. It's interesting how many people mention the uh, Shawshank Redemption. I I have two favorites, and they're very. I feel like James, though. I feel like I want to say all of them too. But 
but giving you know a lot of a lot of thought to this, I finally picked two uh, as my favorite, and one is the bucket list. And oh, good. That was that was definitely on um, on James's list. Yeah. And the other it. one, and it was very funny, although it had some dramatic, you know, some dramatic parts to it, okay. definitely. But um, the other one is Invictus, and that was definitely a serious movie. So those two stand out to me in the bucket list. It, they, you know, playing a, playing in a movie with a scene stealer like uh, Jack Nicholson must not have been easy. And of course, these were t- this was a tough role for Morgan Freeman to play because he had to be the you know the, the calmer member of this odd couple. And so it required a lot of subtlety in many scenes, but he still uh, had to give a little bit of a frivolous side uh, to his character. And I thought that he just was absolutely marvelous in that. Uh, the movie itself really had an impact on me. I, it really was more than entertaining. I, I just thought it reminded people of the important things in, in life. It, it, just, it just was a great movie as far as, as I'm concerned. And, and the performances by Nicholson and, and Freeman were just superb. And then in Invictus... Oh my gosh, this is a movie about how uh, Nelson Mandela used his uh, humanistic leadership and a rugby team to bring opposing forces together after being elected president of South Africa, and this was back in the 1990s. And I forgot that that was Morgan Freeman. I thought it was I thought it was Nelson Mandela. I mean, he just transformed himself into that character. I think maybe Mandela himself would have wanted, would definitely have wanted Morgan Freeman. In fact, I think he did say, uh, if some, when someone asked him what actor should portray him in a movie, he said Morgan Freeman without batting an, an eye. So uh, that shows you Nelson Mandela is is a very smart man, <laughs> and, and the movie itself just to me was a was a history lesson about the power of leadership and forgiveness and it was another terrific movie as far as i'm concerned now i have some uh email friends who wanted to uh, let everyone know what their favorite uh, morgan freeman facebook friend so okay um, also too when you're done can i give mine nikki of course yeah. in fact you give yours now all right. Well, it's kind of an it's kind of an eclectic mix, which is I'm so excited because a lot of times on the on the show you guys don't talk about like movies I know they're older movies or whatever, but I love Morgan Freeman. I've not seen anything that he was in that I didn't love. However, my number one movie that he's been in was Seven. I know that was kind of a dark movie, but it is. Um, great and movie. my number. And my number two movie is Invictus. I've watched it like 20 times. It's the kind of movie that makes me believe in humanity. I cry in it. I laugh in it. Every time they win, I get goosebumps. He is amazing. He's an amazing actor. And then, of course, Evan and Bruce Almighty. So that's a pretty eclectic choice. But those are my three favorites, and I love him. And if you guys get to the point where you talk about movies that you 
that he's been in that you don't like, you can just count me out because there's not any. <laughs> I think that's why. Oh, I or I'll change your mind there, Nikki. We've got some for you. I bet you do. All right. Are, I'm sorry to interrupt, are. but I just wanted to give my two cents. So. Well, Nikki, you're the producer. You can interrupt whenever you want. <laughs> and don't you forget that, but those are great choices, especially in Invictus. I, I really um, – agree with you about that but the other all the others that that have been suggested i i like too but i i i wanted to uh, thank mac bates who is another film critic who who just uh the minute that I mentioned that Morgan Freeman was going to be saluted on our show he put this up on facebook and he said but if i had to pick one of the films with a with a favorite morgan freeman performance I'd have to go with Red in the Shawshank Redemption, and he calls that his favorite film. And he likes Driving Miss Daisy, Glory, Lean on Me, Nurse Betty. We forgot to mention Nurse Betty. (laughs) (laughs) Million Dollar Baby, Street Smart, Unforgiven, Red, and Seven is in there again. And Nikki, you'll be and Diana, you'll be happy to know he put the uh, The Dark Knight also as uh, favorite films. And then our friend Denise Casino mentioned the the Shawshank Redemption and Driving Miss Daisy. Sharon the Story Lady, who's also another friend of the show, likes Driving Miss Daisy and Kiss the Girls. We hadn't mentioned Kiss the Girls. And um, Jane Bernard, uh, who's been a guest on our show, uh, picks the uh, Shawshank Redemption. So the list, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of variety in what uh, people are, are saying are their favorite uh, films. But there are so many, so many to choose from. We Lean on Me, The Magic of Belle Isle, I think, was the last movie that I saw Morgan Freeman in. And he was wonderful in the movie that should have been uh, better, but it's worth seeing just for him. Along Came a Spider, Kiss the Girls. We we did have Kiss the Girls uh, named, but I, I did love uh, Alex Cross as he played him. Now, I, I know that uh, Tyler Perry is going to be playing uh, the detective. Alex Cross in um, in a movie, and we'll we'll see how that compares with Morgan Freeman. And then we didn't mention his narration of March of the Penguins, which was just uh, fabulous. But he's just he's just good in. He does a great job in in everything that uh, that he takes that he takes on. So. Um, now let's uh, let's talk about any films that um, Morgan F- Freeman has made that are underrated that haven't gotten so much praise or notice from the critics or the uh, or fans. And I think that's where you wanted to um, to mention a particular film, AJ. Absolutely, uh, I, I have a couple here. The one I mostly wanted to talk about was uh, Ten Items or Less. And, you know, we, you, you see Morgan Freeman, and you kind of think of him as sort of like this, not necessarily like larger-than-life, you know, personality, but, like, whenever you see him in a movie, you're you're kind of always going to this moment like, okay, this is, like, is going to be serious. Like, it's going to be really important because uh, Morgan Freeman takes on his performances, you know, with, like, seriousness and dignity. But Ten Items or Less is something that's not a, a very emotionally heavy movie. Like, he's just 
some guy. And he shows that he plays just an average or just a kind of a downplayed personality just as well as he can play someone like Nelson Mandela or a very important historical figure. And it's it's just this story about this actor who's only uh, credited at the end as him. Like, that's the only uh, name you kind of know his character by. And he hasn't been in the movies for a while, and he's, like, slowly mounting this comeback, and he's playing this, like, uh, supermarket manager in an independent movie. So he uh, goes to kind of like this hole-in-the-wall supermarket to research, and he ends up uh, getting together with this uh, uh, woman played by Paz Vega who uh, sort of commands the ten items or less lane, and they start bonding and talking, and they just kind of spend the day together. It's sort of like before sunrise in in an Econo Foods or something like that, and just like the converse, the conversations they have are just really cool to listen to, and it's a nice-hearted movie, and it's and it's really funny. Like when Morgan's character goes to a Target, and he just marvels at all the low prices, and <laughs> <laughs> after being used to like all the fancy clothes and everything, he's like, "These shirts at this price, what a bargain!" And it's just cool seeing him take on that kind of a role. But, yeah, Ted Items or Less definitely gets my vote, and I'm not going to elaborate too much on some of the other ones because I want you guys to all have a chance. But uh, Lucky Number Slevin, it's a a really cool crime comedy thriller, and he plays this uh, gangster called The Boss, and it's a really fun part. It gives him a whole lot of lines. And then uh, Unleashed, where uh, he played, like, this blind blind piano player I want to play, and it's this action movie with Jet Li is a guy who's been raised since he was a kid to be basically a dog. He's this trained fighter, and uh, Morgan's the blind man. He kind of befriends and helps him kind of get some of his humanity back, and it's a it's a great performance and a really cool underrated movie. So my three picks, 10 items or less, Lucky Number 11, and Unleashed, underrated by far. I don't even have to answer that because you you picked the ones that I was going to oh, mention. Oh, <laughs> and, and especially ten items or less. Uh, dear listeners, if you are a fan of Morgan Freeman and you haven't seen ten items or less, you must, absolutely must see it, and I'm sure on uh, Netflix. Diana, do you have any films you'd like to mention that are uh, underrated that Morgan Freeman has been in? Um. You know, I, I I think Shawshank is still underrated because it took so long for it to, even though it's a favor of of midstream movie gore people, you know, new movie people and, and younger people haven't seen it, don't know about it, and because it took so long for it to even become popular, I mean, it was just, it was opened up at a terrible box office, didn't win any awards or anything, and um, so I think that still needs to be kind of, resurrected as the official Morgan Freeman shrine and everybody needs to see that movie. Good point. Good point because uh it is it's just uh, a tremendous uh movie and both Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman uh it's another case where you forget that they are movie stars. You just think of them as those as those characters. How about and you, you know James? What? And you know what? Yeah. Oh, excuse it's me. It's not Diana. one of Morgan Freeman's favorites. How about that? 
Oh, for heaven's sakes, it isn't one of his favorites. He told me that. He told me his favorite character was in Street Smart, and his favorite movie is Glory. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. I haven't even seen uh, Street Smart, but he did get his first Oscar nomination for playing a merciless hoodlum in that uh, in that movie and I I do intend to it is on my list uh, to see. Now, James, how about you? Any underrated films uh, that you'd like to mention that uh, Morgan Freeman has been in so that we can encourage fans to see them if they haven't seen them? Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm not sure if they're underrated or not, but I have a list of all of his films in front of me and there are <laughs> there are some that I've never even heard of. So I don't know oh. where I was at the time. <laughs> I must have been asleep, but uh, there, there's a movie called Prom Night in Mississippi, which oh apparently gosh. went directly to video and, and nobody ever saw it. That was made in 2009. I guess you call that oh underrated. God. I guess so. Uh, nobody ever saw it. But uh, then uh, he made three movies in, in 2009 that I never heard of. And this was all before Invictus, and that was Prom Night, Thickest Thieves, and The Maiden Heist. Never heard of any of those movies. Has anybody else heard of those movies? But oh my gosh, I guess they are in, uh, I underrated. I saw Maiden Heist, but I don't remember. That must tell you how much underrated it is, because I yeah. don't even remember it. <laughs> oh, well, that, we, that's that's saying something for Diana, because as a little aside, she is secretly in love with uh, Morgan Friedman, and that's her boyfriend. And, and her, yeah, her husband Lou doesn't mind because. Morgan is not here where she lives, so San Diego. So he's safe. He's safe. All right, the truth. The truth is out. The truth is out. The truth is out. She's madly in love with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, I I knew that, but I was uh, I didn't I didn't uh, tell people about that, Diana. So it's it's James's fault if that information gets out to somebody that it shouldn't get out to. Well, well, I didn't try to pick him up. He tried to pick me up. So there you go. All <laughs> and right. I have that on tape. <laughs> yes, she has heard it here. <laughs> You've heard it here, listeners. <laughs> wow, what a what a scoop on, on Movie Attic headquarters. We we found out <laughs> this, this this secret. Well, while we're talking about um, these films, we we should uh, go to uh, the whole topic of uh, what Morgan Freeman's most memorable performance is and and why. So, uh, Diana, do you want to take that one? Well, I'm stuck in, in, in the rut, Shawshank. And, and, you know, because it's difficult to do a voiceover narration and star in a film as well, I think. And, you know, even though he was the lead in that movie, he never once got in the way of Tim Robbins, who also had a wonderful performance. So the, the um, you know, thing of them both just being together and pulling off this incredible film that... Uh, it's my most memorable one. The Shawshank Redemption. Yep. That that's yours for most uh, most memorable. And um and how about you James? What's your most memorable Morgan Freeman performance? Well, I have 3 actually. I have uh, Driving Miss Daisy, I have Invictus, and I have Shawshank. And uh I don't see how you can not like those performances. Although, you know, he has so many Good ones, but let's say those three. Well, and Driving Miss Daisy, he had a lot of practice for that because I understand that he did originate the role of Hoke uh, 
on um, on Broadway. Yes, he and, did. Yeah, uh, and so that's probably why he was um, chosen to do the to do the movie. So those are good choices. AJ um, Morgan Freeman's most memorable performance. I I gotta go with the majority here and pick Shawshank. Like it's that character he plays of Red. Like that that's his defining performance. Like whenever you think of Morgan Freeman, like that's the guy. The that's like the 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 first thing you think of that sort of character type. You know, like whenever you say, think of Sean Connery, your mind automatically goes to James Bond or. Boris Karloff, you go right to the Frankenstein monster, and for Morgan Freeman, you go right to this guy, like the mannerisms and the quality of the performance that he gives, like, that is Morgan Freeman right there, the sum of his work. Yes, uh, it was a a marvelous performance. Um, I would have to go with uh, his performance in Million Dollar Baby. Now, when I wrote my review for that movie, I called it Million Dollar Melodrama, because I I thought it was just uh, overly sentimental, and I I didn't really care for the ending, but I just was spellbound by Morgan Freeman as uh, Scrap, the one-eyed janitor, the former uh, fighter who's working there at a janitor and who who tries to help um, to help Hillary Swank's character. Uh, he just oh he, he just was so humanistic in that his charisma <laughs> came through loud and clear and, and of course that voice of he narrated the movie so that that narration gave the movie a, a touch of class and he certainly deserved uh, the Oscar in that uh, for that role of course I think he deserved the Oscar for so many other of his uh, performances well why do you think Morgan Freeman is such a popular actor? Um, AJ, what what's the reason for for everyone just uh, loving him so much? Well, I think that uh, like the reason that he's so popular is that when like at this point, like he's been in so many movies and you know he has such a big body of work that at this point, as soon as you see him in a movie you know he isn't going to half-heart his performance. Like, he is going to dig into that character, find the right amount of, you know, seriousness or humor with which, you know, that that character needs to be delivered, and he gives it. Like, he is 100% every time. Like, he's just about perfect, even when he's, like, when he's playing something like uh, Driving Miss Daisy, he doesn't lean too much towards comedy or drama like he gets right in there and delivers that uh that quality of performance where it, it it's it's all balanced it's a very balanced part and in something like uh like Dreamcatcher which is like one of the goofiest movies he's ever done there's all sorts of aliens running around and slugs and stuff and he's there as the military man like determined to get these guys and like and he and he plays it straight and while all this kind of goofiness is happening your eyes are on him on the screen so and and that's the mark of a good actor when even in the most terrible of stories or when you're just sitting there rolling your eyes the whole time when he's on screen you're paying attention to him i think that's uh, very very true uh do you agree diana with uh with aj uh about why Morgan Freeman is such a popular actor. 
Absolutely, it's it's he just described it perfectly because he is an every man. I mean, you know, from scientist to God, he pulls it off. And many times when an actor is so prominent and we watch him in a film or her in a film, their celebrity pulls us out of that role. But that never happens with Morgan. I mean, he becomes that actor, just like AJ said, whether funny or, you know, hysterical or serious. And and he has the word that he does not like, <laughs> talking about Morgan, gravitas. I mean, you know, <laughs> if he can he can have that moment of waiting in a film that just delivers that dialogue and it just punches you in the heart because you know it came from that character, not from that actor. And that's something very rare. Well said. And James, uh, do you uh, agree with Diana and AJ about uh, the reason for uh, Morgan's popularity? Oh, of course, I never agree with them, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's always the first time. <laughs> uh, I I have to say that those of us who are associated with the entertainment industry have seen actors at work, of course, and we know that what they do is not easy. I think when the general public sees a performance on the screen, they think, oh, my God, he just walked through that part. Well, no, not with Morgan Freeman. He makes everything look easy, but you know what? He probably rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed, and that's why his performances are so good, because they look so easy. I, I think that's a very good point, and um, it's clear that he loves what he's doing. I was uh, doing a little bit of research before the show and uh, found out that, uh, that Morgan Freeman I grew up watching Gary Cooper movies, and uh, that was what inspired him to go into the movies and to become an actor. And he he just loves acting, and I think that that comes through loud and clear in uh, in his performances. And I I think our our listeners are all uh, fans of Morgan Freeman. And they I'm are. noticing in noticing in the chat room is that mm-hmm. you, Nikki, that we have some movies suggested that we haven't uh, talked about. Would you, uh, we do? Tell us we, what's we actually happening. have a we have a question from T. L. Walker, and they would like to know what the panel thinks about Unforgiven. Okay. Oh, great. Um, also, um, I like to put my two cents in worth for him. I you know how I get when I interview Barry Bostwick. Okay, I get starstruck. And I, I, we've interviewed some people that I get starstruck from. If Morgan Freeman was on the line with us right now, I would feel like he was my dad. He is that, um, he he projects that much truth in what he does, whether he's acting or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And even if it's a movie you don't like, AJ, he does. He makes me happy and privileged to watch him. So, anyways... Yeah, um, I, I yeah. think a lot of us a lot of us feel feel that way, and um, I I think Unforgiven was just a I mean it, I I can't even think about that film without uh, tearing up and and the message that it made and and how how different it was in terms of a of a, a western I mean we've never seen a western like Unforgiven and Morgan Freeman added so much class to that movie. And now, I did promise our listeners that we would talk a little bit about uh, about uh, Morgan Freeman's upcoming projects, 
and I see our time is going by so fast. I think I'll just go ahead and uh, and do that. I'm, I'm, we should have extended the show because this this topic is such an important one. Later this year, that must be a documentary. And in 2013, he stars with Michael Caine, Woody Harrelson, and Mark Ruffalo in Now You See Me, a thriller about FBI agents tracking down a group of illusionists who pull off bank heists, and then they reward the they reward the <laughs> the audience. And also in 2013, he'll appear with Tom Cruise in a sci-fi action thriller called Oblivion, and in Las Vegas a comedy with Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken. And I just can hardly wait to see all of these uh, movies. I I just um, always am the first one. I want to thank Diana, James, and AJ for being such terrific guests again. Uh, We'll be calling on all three of you to come back soon. Uh, Can we count on that, guys and gal? Absolutely. You got it. (laughs) Great. And thanks also to Nikki and, and Justin. For the uh, for the Morgan Freeman clip, we really appreciated that. And to our Facebook friends, Denise Casino and uh, Mac Bates and Sharon, the Story Lady and Jane Bernard, and our other listeners, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I sure did. It's been an honor to host a tribute to the great Morgan Freeman, who's given us so much the has agreed to playing Franklin D. Roosevelt in a movie being released on DVD this month. And the title, now I never thought I would say these words, FDR, American Badass, and and Barry plays a werewolf killer. Franklin D. Roosevelt as a werewolf killer. I, I just could hardly wait to talk to Barry and find out about this particular slapstick comedy. We might also hear from dance innovator Christopher Scott, who had to reschedule his original review. It should be uh, a really, really fun show, so I hope you, you all will come back. But that's all for now, folks. This is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for featuring today's episode as one of the um, staff picks. We really appreciate that. Now to close the show, here's the talented A.J. Daniels with a song Nikki and I dedicate to our Blog Talk Radio listeners, and today especially to Mr. Morgan Freeman.